Hey, y'all. I just wanted to come to you with a real quick message. I'm super excited because I'm starting a new podcast and it's going to be called Molly, You in Danger Girl. So we are going to talk about all things horror related. So horror short stories. We're going to give horror movie reviews because not only am I a murderino, I love horror. Who would have thought it? (laughs) Anyway, right now I just am compiling a couple episodes because I want to come out with a few episodes for you so you don't be like, girl, why you come out with one episode? What's that going to do for me? I got y'all. So in the meantime, make sure you follow me on Instagram and it's called Molly You're in Danger Podcast. But it's just the letters M-Y-I-D-G Podcast. One more time. That's M-Y-I-D-G Podcast. So get yourself ready. Get situated because we got some new shit coming and it's finna pop. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to In Killing Color. This is episode number 35, and today we're going to talk about a little teenage girl who had too much money, too much time in her hands, and she decided to fuck some shit up, and that's how we're going to start it today. Today, we are going to talk about the case of Heather Mack. Now, some of you may have heard this already, because why not, but the ones of you haven't, You will know all about Heather Mack and all the bullshit she did by the end of this episode. So let's get to it. These are their stories. Heather Mack, she's a young mixed girl, and she was born to a jazz musician who was pretty popular. His name was James Mack, and her mom was named Sheila Ann Von Weiss, and they were a pretty well-off couple. Um, The mom was really smart. She had a lot of stuff going for her. She was in politics. She worked with Jackie O. Like, the mama was that girl, and the dad was that guy, so they were together a really cute couple. Um, she lived in a really affluent neighborhood. Um, she attended Oak Park High School in Illinois, and that's where she went to school. So that's all I got to say about her because we about to get into everything. So initially, the story starts to her whole life starts to go downhill um, around 2001. So the family went on a Royal Caribbean trip in the Mediterranean. And the dad got a foot injury while he was on the boat and he ended up getting like a staph infection and he didn't get adequate medical treatment from the doctor and he ended up getting like partially paralyzed when he was doing that. So that ensured like a countersuit, not countersuit, (laughs) a lawsuit against Royal Caribbean. And he was like, hey, you know, I'm pretty much paralyzed. And while I was on there, they didn't take care of me. I had to pee in a bottle. I had to do all that shit. And that case took a long, long time to resolve. So that kind of took up a lot of everybody's time, but you know, they were still doing what they had to do. In 2004, so this was three years after the initial Royal Caribbean trip, um, the police were called to the Mac residence because James had some kids from a previous relationship. And he they were saying that Heather's mom would be like, 
oh, he's not here. She would close the door, act like they wasn't home or whatever. So that was when the police kind of started coming to the Max residence. And that's going to play a huge part in the rest of the story, too. That was just a little razzle-dazzle. Wasn't too much, but that's something you should know. So in 2006, the Max decided to go on another vacation and they went to Greece. Now, he was still not in the best health at this time because he was still suffering from what happened to him on the Royal Caribbean cruise. But, you know, the family was like, yeah, I'm a, we're going to take this trip anyway just to, you know, because we're a family and we like to take trips. And I ain't mad at it because as my family, we used to take trips all the time. So they head to Greece in 2006. And on August the 6th, James Mack had a pulmonary embolism in his hotel room and he died while on that trip. Now, while they were there, they basically took James's body, put him in the morgue, and Heather and Sheila continued on the trip like nothing had happened. I mean, it was like, well, we can't ship his body back. We can't do this. So guess what we're going to do? We're just going to suffer through this trip in Greece. And maybe somebody feels like maybe that's where Heather was like, bitch, you don't give a damn about my daddy. So I am about to not give a damn about you because after that, it was all downhill for Heather and Sheila. So they got back from that trip. And like I said, Heather and Sheila was going through some bullshit. So around 2011, so that was many years after the first incident happened with the dad. And after all these legal fees and all that stuff, um, Sheila Mack, the mom, she ended up getting $500,000 from Royal Caribbean. And the dad, James Mack, unbeknownst to Sheila, had done something with his will prior to going on that boat, going on to that, excuse me, to that trip to Greece. And he decided that when he died, he was going to basically give all of his money to his daughter his entire estate the houses the money cars everything was gonna go to heather and the only thing sheila was gonna get was five hundred thousand dollars so you know in the ways of rich people and coin when it comes to dividing up that coin when somebody dies things can get shady really 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 fucking fast now i don't know if this was where the point of contention came in between sheila and her daughter, but to me, that's what it seems like. So between January 2004 and June of 2013, they say that the police were called to the Max home more than 86 times, 86 different times. And it ranged from theft, domestic violence, all of this bullshit was going on between Heather and her mama. In January of 2010, Heather punched her mama in a leg that was already broken. In February of 2011, Heather pushed her mama so hard that she broke the mama's arm. And then she goes and takes the damn phone cord out of the wall so that her mama can't call 911. And then again in July of 2011, Heather then threatened her mama again and then in November of 2012, she bit her mama, leaving a bruise. But her mama said to the police, we're not going to take a photograph. Let me just go ahead and stop right there. Heather needed her motherfucking ass beat. <laughs> like, there is no way around it. 
She's pushed her mama, like bit her, stole her money, like thousands of dollars at a time. That little girl needed her ass whooped. These little kids, these privileged kids, they get away with a lot. And it seems like Heather was very spoiled, very just get what I want all the time. And she definitely took advantage of that. And she was whooping her mama ass. And her mama let her damn do it. And we see where these things are ending up. Boo. Anyway, so like I said earlier, Heather went to Oak Park, um, Oh, it's called it's called Oak Park and River Forest High School from 2010 to 2014. Now, while she was a senior in high school, she met a guy who was a <sighs> aspiring rapper. <laughs> His name is Tommy Schaefer, and he goes by the rap name Tommy EXX. Now, Tommy was three years older than her. So at this point, he was 21 or something like that. And Heather's mom was like, hell, fuck no. She literally sold the house and moved herself to somewhere else just so Tommy and Heather could not be close to each other because she already knew this was about to be some bullshit. And mama was right whole time. Okay? Now, as much as Heather's mama did to try to keep her and Tommy from being together, you know, these wild out kids, they're going to do what they want to do. Heather got pregnant by Tommy several times. Heather had two abortions that her mama made her get and her mom was trying to get like power of attorney over her daughter to enforce a third abortion because she was like, girl, you is not, you're not about to have this baby. You've been pregnant twice. I made you get rid of it twice. And now here you are pregnant a third time by this unemployed rapper. Girl, this is not, <laughs> this is not the life. But I will say I did see a picture of Tommy Schaefer and he is kind of cute. So maybe Heather was like girl my man look good we're gonna have this baby but they were waiting for blood work for the pregnancy because her mama didn't really know if she was fully pregnant or not so her mom really was like at the end of her wits we end with Heather and she was like listen I'm about to plan us a trip we're gonna take this really lavish expensive trip and we're gonna try to repair our relationship because as a mom if you have a daughter you want to make sure that you and your daughter have a great relationship because at this point, y'all are all y'all got. Daddy is dead. We trying to get our shit together. Let's just take this trip and let's try to mend our shit. So, her mama books a trip to Bali. And Bali, for those who don't know, is in Indonesia. And they live in Chicago. So you know that flight is expensive as fuck, okay? So the mom books us, books them first class flights to Bali. They get a five-star resort and they're doing all these things and it's amazing. So in August of 2014, Sheila and Heather get at the, get at the, <laughs> they arrive to the St. Regis Hotel. And if anybody knows, any St. Regis anything is top, top, top tier luxury, okay? So they get to the St. Regis Hotel in Nusa Dua, Bali. Like I said, they flew first class and everything was great. So they're there minding their business. Let me tell you what Heather ass decides to do. <laughs> Heather takes her mama's credit card and buys Tommy a flight to come to Bali. And guess how much that flight costs, y'all? 
$209.59. This is how you know <laughs> that the Mack family was cashed up. She took her mama's credit card, charged $12,000 and did not blink a goddamn eye. And not only did she book the flight, she got that man a room at the same resort under her mama's account and didn't tell her mama shit. <laughs> First world problems, baby, because her mama clearly was out of at minimum $20,000 for that man to come over there. So Sheila, the Sheila, and when I say Sheila, I'm talking about the mom. She found out from the hotel staff that there was another charge on her account for another room. And she looked into it and was like, oh, I didn't approve that. And then kind of find out her daughter had done it. So at this point, Sheila was like, I don't really know what's going on. I'm not really with this. So on the 5th of August, she sends an email to her friend and she says, I am afraid of Heather. And I fear that I should not have come to Bali at all. I'm hoping I didn't make a big mistake here because we have nine more days to be here. Now, in like later interviews, Tommy said that he had gone to Bali to tell Sheila about Heather's pregnancy. But we all know that's a goddamn lie because number one, Tommy, you was unemployed. So you didn't travel nowhere by yourself and you didn't book no flight to go over there to tell her she was pregnant. Because guess what? Mama already knew. So y'all had some shit up your goddamn sleeve. That's why you went out there. Now, I never said what was up the sleeve, but I'm about to get into what was up the sleeve right now. Now, throughout the time while they were there, Heather and Tommy were sending text messages back and forth while he was in the resort <laughs> while they were waiting for her mama to go to sleep. And they were basically planning a way to kill Sheila. They wanted to kill Sheila mainly Heather wanted to kill Sheila and she wanted to kill Sheila because if she died she got all the money and a 1.5 million dollar estate all to herself now there was text messages between the two prior to that saying like oh I want to be rich basically I want to have all the coins I want to live in luxury and I can do that basically if my mama is dead so Schaefer being a dummy he was like, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. So while they were, the mom was asleep, they were sitting there like texting each other. And they were like, how are we going to do it? They was like, maybe we can hit her in the head. We can suffocate her, kind of like knock her out. And then Tommy texts and says, we can basically can't we suffocate her together? Like you put your hand over her mouth. And then Heather responded, just knock her out. And then Tommy texted her back and said, I promise you, just relax. You're Bonnie. You can do it. So they refer to themselves as Bonnie and Clyde. Girl, I don't even know why y'all thought y'all was Bonnie and Clyde, but <laughs> y'all was not giving Bonnie and Clyde because they were some bad motherfuckers and y'all ain't. So Tommy then takes a picture of a metal fruit bowl in the hotel room and he's like, cha-ching, this is how we do it. So while Heather and Tommy were texting each other, Tommy texted his cousin, whose name is Ryan Bibbs, and he was basically texting his cousin like, hey, can you help me figure out how to kill her mama? And he's like, well, maybe you can drown her or let's just try to figure out how you can conceal it. You got to make sure you stay away from cameras, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, this little boy out of nowhere 
just added himself into a murder plot and his ass got clocked and put in jail too. <laughs> yes, you did, Ryan. Your ass in jail too. So, on the night of August the 7th, 2014, there was a security camera that showed that at the, that was at the hotel that showed Sheila having an argument with Tommy in the um, hotel lobby. And I'm sure that the argument was, why the fuck are you even here? How the fuck did you get here? When did you get here? Basically in Cardi B fashion, what is the reason? Or in Jocelyn Hernandez, how why is you here? <laughs> she want to know what you're doing here. So she left the lobby, goes back to her room. Shortly thereafter, Tommy comes in the room. He takes a fruit bowl with a metal handle and he beats Sheila in the head until she dies. Now, the whole time he's beating her, Heather is on the side like, oh, my God, I didn't I didn't know we was going to do it like this. I didn't know. I didn't, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. But we've already started, so we might as well continue. Do what? You have no remorse for this man bludgeoning your mother in the head to death. And you're just standing there like, child, hurry up so we can get it together. So once Tommy finished beating Sheila to death, y'all know what they did. They took Sheila's body and put it into a suitcase. They folded that 65-year-old lady up and put her in a suitcase. They then went to the lobby and called a taxi and wanted to put the suitcase in the trunk of the cab. And the cab was like, <laughs> no, you're not getting in here. So they basically put the shit in there and hauled ass. Now, once the cameras caught wind of them putting that suitcase into the trunk and leaving, obviously everybody got suspicious. So they went and watched some more security footage. And once they didn't, the couple did not come back to the front lobby, the room or anything, a security guard went out and he found blood outside of the suitcase, which was still in the trunk, but it was still in the driveway. They found blood outside the suitcase and the driver, basically, they told him, hey, go ahead and take this to the police station right now. So the taxi driver takes the suitcase to the police station. The police open the trunk, look into the suitcase, and they found the body of Sheila Von Wies in the suitcase. So we already know who did it. It's on camera. The actual murder is not on camera, but... The disposal of the body in the suitcases on camera. So Heather Mack and Tommy Schaefer were picked up expeditiously at another hotel, which I'm sure she paid for with her mama's money still. So, you know, the couple had to come up with some type of something because they're not going to tell the police. Yeah, we killed. I killed my mama and my boyfriend and they helped me do it. So they basically said that she was killed by some robbers at the hotel. But those two were able to escape. Girl, how the fuck? <laughs> How the fuck you think the police gonna believe that y'all was able to escape when y'all had the suitcase and it's on camera with y'all with the suitcase trying to put it in the trunk of the car or the taxi? Y'all be so stupid sometimes. Like criminals be stupid as fuck. I swear to God. So on August the 15th of 2014, Tommy and Heather were both arrested and she had a pregnancy test done on August the 20th and it seems that she was pregnant because she was telling the people she was pregnant, but they thought that they was, she was just trying to say that so she didn't go to jail. But she was indeed knocked up. 
So on September the 19th, Tommy admitted to killing Sheila and Heather admitting to helping him put the body in the suitcase. So Tommy actually did the murder and she was technically an accessory to the murder. They were both charged with premeditated murder on January 14th of 2015. And in Bali, the punishment for that would have technically been death by firing squad. And to be quite honest, all of them shots would have been deserved because Heather, girl, you was a piece of goddamn work. Okay. Now, Tommy says that he killed Sheila because she threatened to kill their unborn baby and she, quote, quote, choked him for half a minute. Okay. So maybe Sheila was like in that lobby when they was beefing, like, you know, I'm gonna make her get this abortion right. You thought you was gonna get my daughter knocked up. Blah, blah, blah. You thought, you thought. And Tommy was like, no, bitch, you thought. Beat her in the head and killed her. All right. So, Heather Mack was sentenced to 10 years in prison, and Tommy was sentenced to 18 years in April of 2015. Now, the judges said that during sentencing, they were gonna be a little more lenient to Heather because she had literally just given birth to their daughter. Now, on, you remember I mentioned earlier about the cousin that Tommy was texting. So on September 23rd of 2015, his cousin was arrested in Chicago on federal charges for a conspiracy for advising them about how to kill the mom. He was then sentenced to nine years in prison in 2017 with one count of conspiracy to commit foreign murder. The plea deal that he got stated that Bibbs, which was his last name, Bibbs was aware that Heather had offered Tommy $50,000 to kill her mom and that Bibbs advised Tommy on how to do it and he encouraged him to kill her because, heck, we was going to get 50K. We ain't got no job. We out here rapping. We can pay for studio time. It's giving. Makes sense to me. <laughs> Y'all stupid as fuck. <laughs> so, Heather Mack, got a total of 34 months taken off of her prison sentence because she was a quote, quote, model citizen and she had a baby. So while Tommy was in jail, Tommy was going through it. Tommy was depressed. He had anxiety. He was suicidal. He had all these things. Tommy was down, down bad. But Heather was not down bad. Heather was in jail for the first two years after her baby was born. They let her keep her baby with her in jail. I guess things are different over there, but she had her baby with her for two years. Anytime she would be out going to the doctors or something with the baby, she would be smiling to the news, doing all that stuff. Also, while she was in jail, she literally learned how to speak the language. She, she got adapted to all the customs over there. Like she really was like, I'm going to be Indonesian going forward. Like this is just me. So in August of 20. Excuse me, in October of 2021, after seven years, she was released from prison. Now, once she was released, Heather was like, mm, I would like to stay over here because it's safer than Chicago. And my baby was born here. So I feel like we should be able to stay. And the, <laughs> them people in Indonesia was like, hell no, you gone. They immediately deported her and her daughter right back to Chicago. And when she got here in November of 2021, her ass was locked up at the airport again. 
Now she has a brand new trial. She's been locked up since 2021. And now new details and things are just now starting to come out because they're unsealing like text messages between the couple and all these things. Like all the stuff they were saying via text is wild. Now here we are in May of 2023 and Heather, after spending seven years in a Indonesian jail, she's back here and she is on trial again. And they are trying her for, I believe it's conspiracy or something like that. And it has a life sentence. They said, Heather, you are not going to get away with this shit. Seven years? I don't think so. Her family has her child and now they're going through a whole custody thing with Tommy's family and hers because like Tommy's still in Indonesia. Okay. Tommy got 18 years. He's not getting out anytime soon. But Heather's back over here on her shit. And they was like, nah, girl, you not, not over here, you not. So I'm gonna keep up with this because I need to know, I was wondering when I was researching this case, what all this stuff, it was just all 2022, 2023. And I'm like, man, this happened in 2014. Whole time, I never knew she was about to start a new trial in July. So in two months, her new trial starts. And I'll be damned if I'm not gonna keep up with that because I need to know, because Heather, you in danger, girl. <laughs> you is in danger, Heather. You going to jail. You've been privileged your whole life. You were never disciplined. And that's obvious. And it shows. And now you want to stay in Indonesia? Nah, bitch. They got rid of you. And now you coming back over here. And you going to face the United States court system. And more than likely, bitch, you going to jail. And you deserve it. Your mama did not deserve to be put in the suitcase by your unemployed ass, fake rapper ass boyfriend. <laughs> Girl, I know this was a quick episode and it was kind of all over the place, but I had to talk about this because this was too fucking much. Heather, you was too cute for this girl, but you also was giving void in the eyes because <laughs> all you have is like... I don't even know like I'm like I'm a little speechless because I as an 18 year old girl I can't imagine my parents just being we just being rich we in Bali and I'm like I'm gonna kill my mama in Bali huh <laughs> no I'm about to eat up these five-star resort foods I'm gonna lounge by this pool I'm gonna take these pictures and I'm gonna be cute I ain't I'm not fly $12,000. I'm not paying $12,000 for my man to fly over there. Girl, child, I'll see you when I get back, okay? <laughs> I'll see you when I come back. And maybe we can work on killing my mama when I get back. But I'm not flying you over there to do it. Now we both in jail over here. Dummies. <laughs> anyway, this was a quick one. So thank y'all for listening. I really appreciate everybody that is supporting me in the way that they do. I really love it. Um, you can follow me on all social medias. I have my link in my show notes. Join my Discord. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, all that. I'm on there all day long. We can chat. And while you're on Instagram, you can get into my In Killing Color quickies. Because those are different than my crime stories. These are crime stories that happen now, today, current, whatever. So we can chat on current stuff. And then on my podcast, I can talk about full cases, right? Make sure y'all go to my dystopia page where we have merchandise as well. I have coffee mugs. I have wine glasses. I have t-shirts. It's time for y'all to get your Unalive Tribe shirts. 
it's time. I don't know why you're waiting. I don't know what y'all are waiting for, but you might want to get to it. All right. So thank y'all for listening. I will talk to y'all next time. Bye.